This episode is brought to you by Absolute Landscapes. Absolute Landscapes is a landscape maintenance company that focuses heavily on commercial property maintenance. Call today for information about the services we provide and how we can best help you. 803-427-5944. We all like to talk, man. I think that's I think that's why that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this thing is I like to talk so much. Yeah, sometimes yeah, I, sometimes I don't we, shut up. Every time we do a business call or something, it's always him talking. I'll <laughs> pitch in like one little teeny thing, and then he just keeps on going. Which I mean, I don't uh, mind it because I mean he gives them the information, but still, dude, that's a that's a tough that's a tough thing to learn right there, man. Talking to people like, have y'all had those phone calls that you really don't want to make? You know. Like whether yeah, it's it, whether it's giving somebody a price on a job or like telling them something they don't want to hear or something like that. Have y'all had to make one of those yet? We some, I'm not, not asking really, for any details, but I'm just saying like those, those oh yeah. hard conversations. Not really like that, but like a we had a phone call. It was like one of our first ones where we had to make a phone call to a. It was an Airbnb host that we were looking to market for, and we pretty much just knew on the phone call that she was going to say no. Yeah. So. <laughs> That because we had already talked to her a bit before on text, but she still agreed to the call. So it, we kind of already knew that it was a no. So going into the like call, trying to do our best to make it a yes, that was definitely the most nerve wracking call. So, but that one, that was definitely was the toughest one. Did y'all? So did y'all called her originally? So how did y'all we, called? Yeah, we called her. We did call her. It was originally. like a, we, it was we like a cold um, call. What now? It was a cold call. No, see we. Got in touch with her on Airbnb. We found okay, her on okay. Airbnb, and then we cold emailed her pretty much, and then we got that cold email to a phone call, got onto the phone call. She wasn't really seeming too interested, but she agreed to the phone call, which is why we thought we had a chance. And she was just – she was a little bit older, so she wasn't really understanding the concept of the whole – marketing through social media thing. I got you. Lots of people don't I understand the digital marketing thing. Dude, I imagine that's a hard thing to sell. Yeah. That's got to be a hard thing to sell. Especially with older people. Like, we've hit up flower shops and stuff like that, and they just, what is that? No, what was it? The tire? Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we had I, a, I wouldn't uh, say that. Don't say the name. Oh, no, huh? It was it was just like a tire shop, and we they had a listing online. They were looking for a digital marketer, and we hit them up, called them, and they acted like they had no clue what was going on. <laughs> so, well, that's like, you know, you hear people like – uh Bill Gates said he had to knock on what was it, a thousand doors or whatever, a couple hundred doors, five hundred doors until he got the. It doesn't really matter how many no's you get because that one yes can change everything. You know, that is one hundred. That is that is exactly our mindset right now. Yeah, man. And sometimes, but like I know when I was doing that, when I was because I still cold call to this day, um, but I, I don't think a lot of people are okay with the rejection. You know, like if you call yeah. somebody and. They're not really interested or they don't really care. It's like, you know, you technically just got rejected. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what, what makes. That's what I have to tell him about it. Worst thing they're going to say is no. And you move on to yeah. the next person. Call somebody else. Call the next <laughs> person. Yeah. And I feel like every call you make like that, I feel like I get better, you know, every time. Yeah. Um, that's right. The first few ones, you're gonna be stuttering over your words, <laughs> kind of nervous. Oh, yeah. Too, at nervous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you start to realize they either want it or they don't. You either you sell yourself, right. you learn how to sell yourself better in a short amount of time because a lot of people don't really have that high 
of an attention span when somebody is talking to them like a stranger. You're trying to pitch something to them. You're a stranger. Their attention span is not going to be that high on you. You got to sell yourself in less than five minutes. And well, they're either going to like about y'all, but like for me, I don't know about I don't know if y'all feel this way, but one thing that will turn me off from a sale, like buying something from somebody, is if the person's trying to sell me something and they can't understand it. I'm trying to tell them no. You know, yeah. like if you go, if you go like anywhere, a used car salesman or whatever, and they just can't get the hint that you're not interested, you know, like even if I'm not looking for something right then, that makes me feel like I'm never going to want to do business with this person to begin with because like they're just, they're just nagging, man. They just, yeah, they yeah. won't take yeah. no for an answer. And, yeah, and I, I think, that, I think that's detrimental. I think that's, that's harmful to your business. Yeah. That's what I think. A lot of people try to take that, they'll let you say no one time mm-hmm. and then they'll keep trying to add on oh well and then after you say that first note they'll throw in something like uh we have a deal going on right now we mm-hmm. can give you i can get you a deal i can get you a discount on whatever it is and then you're like it's, it's not that i don't like you i just don't need your service <laughs> yeah yeah this might be a bad example because this this guy didn't make the best of decisions um but y'all know the, the movie wolf of wall street you know that was based yeah. on a real person well, so he wrote a book, Jordan Belfort wrote a book. And mm-hmm. in that book, he talks about, uh, like he, he was never trying to take a no into a yes. He was never trying to turn a no into a yes. That's why in the movie they say they had that little skit that says, sell me this pen because what's, what's going on is if the person says that they're basically not interested in the pen, he moves on to the next one. Now I'm not, I mean, that guy obviously is not the best example to follow because he was he was doing some illegal stuff and went to prison for it and everything. But I'm yeah. just saying his book, his book on sales. I mean, I, I think his book on sales. I read it and um, like what he was saying is a lot of what these other people, these like salespeople say when they're trying to, to yeah. make a sale. But but yeah, yeah man, those those. What's that? I was about to say. Regardless, he was he was a good salesman. He was that. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, I don't know, man. He he didn't make some good decisions. I mean, no, yeah, he, he messed up. He messed turns. up a lot of people. Definitely um, made the wrong turns around down the road. But yeah, those conversations, man. Those ones, it's like really difficult to have that you don't really want to have. I found out that in my like me doing business in my business, those have been some of the most important conversations I've ever had. You know, if you if you if you want to if you want to make it because some of my biggest customers came from cold calls. You know, sometimes you just don't like, especially with what you guys are doing, I, I would feel like in your industry, you would have to almost cold call people. Cause I don't, I don't imagine there's too many people that's just, just going to go out and, and try to look for something like that. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what it is. And a lot of it is, um, see, we target people that do like e-commerce. So people that right. sell products online Okay. and a lot of those people, they're not going to have a phone number for you to call. Maybe you one out of 10 leads that we have might have a number for us to cold call. Yeah, but most, most of the time, email. cold emailing is our majority of our outreach. Yeah. It's just so hard to sell like through email and through a phone call, you know? Yeah. I'm dude. not saying it can't be done, but so do you guys it like, hard. you guys do your, your own, I guess you probably do your own marketing then mm-hmm. your own social yeah. media marketing. Man, you got you. You guys got your hands in a couple of different things over there. Some serial oh, yeah. entrepreneurs. Yeah. yeah, we do. So we haven't. Uh, we've run a few, few ads and marketed ourselves a little bit. But we've 
focused on a lot of outreach, really reaching for that first yes. Like a yeah. Well, we're not. Well, I wouldn't say reaching for a first yes. We're reaching for as many yeses as we can get. And most of the time it just ends up being cold email. And like you said, and you were right, a lot of people aren't just going out looking for a digital marketing agency. And if they, if they are, they're probably going to look up for one in their area and we're not going to be on that list because especially a lot of people from where we're from in this small town, like not, mm-hmm. nobody's really looking for a digital marketer, but if you put it in front of the right person's face around here, they could be interested. Like I said, a bunch of older people just don't even know what, Digital marketing is. They ain't ever well, even heard of it. Yeah, I was going to say, they, they might not know how bad they need it, you know? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. they, they probably don't know. Yeah, because, like, I don't know anything about my own social media marketing, man. I, I couldn't tell you. Other than, like, the analytics that Facebook gives me or, or Facebook or Instagram or whoever, I, I couldn't tell you where to even begin. And I, I feel like I'm, I mean, I'm somewhat tech savvy, you know? Mm-hmm. So I can only imagine a person that doesn't use the internet much. I, I, there's no telling what they, they probably just don't know that they need it as bad as they need it. And but, um, that's what anybody who has that social media, like if you have a business and you have that social media following, man, I don't think you can go wrong with that. Okay. You know, cause I think I have a website. I haven't looked at the analytics in a while, but I feel like not many people are going to websites anymore. You know, they're going to mm-hmm. social medias or they're just either Google. Like I, I do this all the time. I'll Google a business, a place, a restaurant or whatever. And I'll just call them directly from there. Yeah, y'all get involved. Exactly. Y'all, y'all, y'all do any like marketing through Google or is it just like social media? Yeah, we have. Or do we market for people or ourselves? Like, so you, I, th- th- there was a guy who did I work with one time on a, uh, on a website and he was, He did something like market through Google. Like he could take your business and put it on the Google search results, basically. Yeah. Something along those lines. We did that as well. That's called um, SEO. SEO. It's search optimization. So pretty much it's just, long story short, it is things like having subheaders in your website. So when it's presented on Google, it's not just your URL and that's it little writing below that matters. The writing that goes below that matters. If there's a phone number, it matters. Do you have directions to where it is? What are your hours? Uh, is your website like easy accessible to mobile? Is somebody on mobile going to have a hard time on your website? All of that matters. And like your ranking on the your Google. So if you have a grass cutting business and you're marketing yourself on Google and your website isn't accessible to mobile, or it doesn't have any type of hours or headlines or sub sub lines, anything like that, you're going to get put at the very bottom because it's our, it already shows that you it, pretty much what it is. It's, it, it's like, it's not taking it serious. It's going to show the most presentable ones first because they also want right. Google to look the best because they won't like, Oh, if I go to Google, I know it's going to show me better results than internet Explorer. I got you. Yeah, that makes sense. So no. y'all got y'all got several different things going on, man. What what do you think it was that like led y'all into into being entrepreneurs? I mean, what what do y'all think it was that was like the catalyst that said, you know what, I want to start my own business? Oh, I I, I definitely well, like it's pretty similar for both of us, but getting out of the little nine to five mm-hmm. mindset, like the the rat race, as some people call it, like 
I want to work for myself. I don't want to have to answer to no one. I love traveling. I don't really want to have a house anywhere after I'm 25. I want to be living in different spots all over the world month to month. Mainly freedom. That's like the biggest thing for everybody, I feel like, honestly. Starting your own business, especially with the digital marketing, because you can do that from your computer anywhere. And our biggest thing, both of us, we want to travel and see the world. Well, it is freedom, man, but you it, it there's also a price for that freedom too because yeah, you, you might not be working you probably not working forty hours a week, but you might be working sixty or seventy for yourself, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, but then, at the same time, you know, if you need to take some time off or if, if you if if you need to do something like you can do that, but the the biggest thing that I saw was um you can value your own work. And I feel like in the workplace today, a lot of employers don't value the work that the employees bring to the table. That's the way I always felt when I had a job. Yeah, that's the exact way I look at it. Like if I'm working for someone else, for a company, I'm willing to put in a 70 hour week because I know I'm going to get paid more. But if I'm putting in uh, a 70 hour week working on my business and working for my clients for myself, building a better picture for our business, I have no problem doing 70, 80, 90, like it, whatever it yeah, takes. See, that's a long-term investment too. You know, yeah. It, oh, yeah. you might, you probably, you might not get the immediate return on that 70 hour week, but it's a, it's no. a lot, it's a long-term thing. And I think I, that's probably what, that's gotta be a big thing of what turns people off to having a business or maybe why they don't have one long. Because they, it is, it is a long-term investment, man. It's not, it's not gonna, it's not gonna happen overnight. Yeah, everybody wants to get rich quick. I think, <laughs> I think these yeah. days people have a, people have a problem, you know, like a, people have a, an issue because they, they think of entrepreneurship and they think of the person driving the Lamborghini, you know, at the beach or whatever, but they don't see like all the stuff that it took to get to that point, you know, all no, the yeah. working overnight and and losing sleep and. Losing friends, probably taking all the risks, risking all your money. You'll start to realize if somebody does start their own business, like how many people just like fade off from like. Oh, man, it's ridiculous. It's insane. Like, why are you not coming out this weekend to drink? Why are you not coming to the clubs this weekend? Yeah, see, that's how old are y'all? How old are y'all two? We're both 21. Yeah, that's 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 insane, man. Y'all got two businesses going at 21. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. But that's, I mean, I think, I think that's a good mindset to have, man, because you, uh, I I honestly think that your twenties are meant for building, you know, they're meant for building, they're meant for building what you're going to optimize in your thirties. I I think it's a good thing to look at. Like I, I read a lot about successful people and, and how they manage their time in their twenties and everybody that I've read about in their twenties, they, I mean, not everybody, cause some people start a little bit later and there's nothing wrong with that. But a lot of these people, I mean, they just bust their ass in their twenties, man. Yeah. You know, like they got, they, they say that that's when you have the most energy to do it. And that's when you should do it. And you got all these different things going on. You're trying to learn about yourself. You're trying to learn who you are and, and, and what kind of business you got. And I mean, there's just a lot going on in your twenties, man. It's, yeah, I got, I got one more, about half a year left in my twenties and <laughs> they were just, uh, dude, it was just so, there was just so much in your twenties. But I, I think, I think, I think that's a good mindset to have, you know, if, if you're trying to, if you're trying to think long term and think about what can you do now to benefit from the future, I think that's a good, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. And that's what, uh, like a lot of our 
even friends that we talk about and we talk about our businesses, people that we actually care about and try to put them on to, you know, making money online is too simple nowadays. And it, but I, some people just don't want that. And some people don't want to be an entrepreneur and their own boss and really try to like get after it. But everybody wants to um, reap the benefits. Something we yeah. talk about all the time is like stability. Nobody wants to. Oh pay. yeah. They want to stick with that nine to five because they know they're going to get paid with it versus trying to start your own thing and possibly getting your own right. business going and yeah. things like that with a little yeah, that, bit of freedom on the side. That security, man, is what keeps a lot of people there. Yeah, that's. Um, but I mean, even if you go, even if you go and you start a business and it doesn't work out, more than likely you're going to be able to take something with you out of that business, and it's oh, probably yeah. going to be who you became at, in that business. You know, have you um, have you read Rich Dad Poor Dad? I've read, yeah, uh, Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm in the middle of reading that right now. I'm on the fourth chapter, and that's what he talks. That's what he talks about a lot in there. As you'll know, talk about how like the the middle class they focus on a lot of liabilities rather than assets. Right, it's what keeps them where they are when their mindset is just to. Well, if I get a bigger raise, if I get that ten thousand dollar bonus this year, I can buy a bigger house, mm-hmm. and keeps people financially crippled and financially in debt. That's a that's a lot of what um, I'm trying to tell him about too. What we're a lot of what we're trying to learn about is like financial literacy. Ooh, literacy, learn the most yeah, we dude. can about money. Yeah, that's that's one thing I need to I need to focus down on. Take some study on some finances. Yeah. You, but yeah, you. Robert Kiyosaki, I like the way he explains that in his book because he talks about how his dad and his stepdad, I can't remember which one it was, but how they had different mindsets on money. Like one was like the entrepreneur type and one was mm-hmm. like the secure job type. I really like the way he explains that in that book. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving the book so far. It's definitely my favorite one of all time so far. And I'm for, I'm <laughs> chapter four in. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, it's a good book. Um, do y'all read often? Y'all read a lot? I don't. <laughs> He's my, I feel like my mind races too much to sit down and like read a book. I'd rather, I don't know. I'm big on podcasts, to be honest with you. I'd rather yeah. watch a podcast and listen to what somebody has to say. That way I can like, I don't know. I can't sit down and just look at a book and read it. I, I, that's just, I don't know. I, I like podcasts, that. obviously, but um, I think it's just hard for me. It's, it's harder to retain information that I, if I listen to it. I've listened to a few audio books, but a handheld physical reading a book, I, I've tried it. It's just I don't know. I have a hard time like retaining information, like just sitting down looking at something because your mind wonders. You saying your mind it. wonders? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I I like. Uh... I've read a few books. It's been a long time since I've read a hard copy of a book. I like <laughs> I like audio books. Yeah, audio books are definitely my thing. Like on the way to on the way to somewhere in the car riding. Oh yeah. Thirty minutes here, thirty minutes later, getting ready for something. Listen to the book. Sitting here working. Listen to the book. Or even in Dude, the gym, a- like if you do cardio or something. Like we was waking up, but every day before we went to work, we was doing it. We don't do it no more, but. You'll wake up, go run for like 15 minutes to get your body flowing, drink a bottle of water before you even put anything in your system, things like that. And then like 
I used to do a, when I lived in Charlotte, I done a little bit of like, I guess cardio, I guess you could say. I listened to a, it was a book on real estate, Straight Path to Real Estate by Chris Crone. Mm. I used to, I listened to that whole book, finished it and everything. My favorite time was doing it during cardio. And I don't even need to be doing cardio. <laughs> Dude, that takes some dedication to do that during cardio. When I'm doing yeah. cardio, man, I, I got to have somebody. I, dude, I got to have somebody in my ear, man. I'm listening to like Eric Thomas or David Goggins <laughs> or like, yeah, dude, I can't, I couldn't do cardio on something like an audio book, dude. I don't know if I get through it. Outside running. I ain't talking about like on the treadmill. Like if you just, hmm. I don't know, nature's a big thing for me too. Just being outside oh, yeah, and just feeling the air and you got a audio book, just motive. I, I don't know. Just listening to something, talking about money. It motivates me so much. Yeah. No, I got you. I see what you're saying. Um, I, I, I feel like I do a lot of that too, man. Listening to using that downtime, if you're driving or whatever, listening to stuff, I, yeah. I do that a lot too. You'd be surprised how much time you have, how much time you actually have. I mean, just driving back and forth or like you said, getting ready or, you know, yeah. whatever. I mean, you have a lot of time and I, I and mean, people spend that time either on the phone or listening to music or whatever. There's nothing wrong with that, but there, there's just a lot of time that we have, uh, cause like the gym that we, we, we all go to the same gym. It takes me probably. I don't know, 20, 25 minutes to get there one way. So yeah. if I go there and back mm-hmm. round trip, that's almost an hour round yeah. trip. Yeah. But, See, but I, going to the gym is a little bit different, man. I, sometimes I had to get my mind right. Sometimes I don't listen to anything before I go to the gym, just trying to decompress my day before, because I always go at night. <laughs> yeah. And that gym is a little bit different. What were you going to say there, Austin? I didn't mean to cut you off. I was sitting here thinking about the gym. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to say uh, it takes us about 20 to get there. That's what we that's what we've been yeah. doing the past few days since I started listening to the audio book. I just cut it on. He's been hearing bits and bits and pieces because <laughs> he he just gets to follow along wherever I, I fall off. But uh, I think another thing that we were talking about, like how people don't want to be entrepreneurs, a lot of people our age at least, uh, like a lot of people around us will will talk about it. And I don't. I, we understand, I guess it's kind of a flaw that we have too, that not everybody wants the same life. Some people are fine with just, you know, mm-hmm. we talk about that so much. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, it's a daily conversation. It's hard us. to like, I don't know, like you explain what we're doing to somebody else and they just like, Oh, okay. Like they're just, they're just not in it. We kind of look down on them. We don't say nothing to them by any means, but we'll talk about it. I mean, it's a, I don't know. I wouldn't say we look but down. We just, it's more like a, you could you could have so much more and like yeah, do just right, right. So right. I see and what we, you're saying. I don't know. Yeah, and then our, our minds just yeah. Some people be like, well, I, I just don't want that. And it for a little bit, I, I, that's what I kind of talked to him about the other day. I was like, man, sometimes some people they just don't they just don't want what we want. They they're fine with working like a nine to five. You know, finally saving up enough to put a down payment on a house and just get a little decent Honda car. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's that, man, it's, it's, it might be bad to say, but it, when you're looking at it from a, from a, if you're the kind of person that you want, like, you know, that you want better, uh, you want better for yourself. And I'm not saying that these people don't want better for themselves, but if you want better for yourself, that kind of life is like a life of mediocrity. And the way y'all were looking at this thing, like, well, I, I know I can do better for myself. I know I'm capable of more. Yeah. That's what and, we talk about all the time. What we say is like that. I know it sounds so bad to say, but like that nine to five, like rat mm-hmm. race, trying to like do as best you can just to stay afloat. Like it scares the shit out of us like that. Oh yeah. I well, that's, I could never, that's good, man. I mean, there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. 
And if it, if it does scare you, then you know, you're on the right path trying to get out of it. Yeah. You know? it, but I, I think that's one of the things that helps make that work. Like that's one of the things that helps make it possible for entrepreneurs is the fact that not everybody wants to be entrepreneurs. Yeah, uh, that is true. You know, I used to say, man, when I, when I first started my landscaping company, I used to say that, you know, if there's another landscaper or whatever, um, I'm not going to talk not talk business with them and kind of share my secrets or whatever, because I don't want them to start a business and be competitors with me. Now, these days, I say, dude, if they're starting a business and they can make it work, they deserve that shit because it's hard. <laughs> it's not easy. I mean, you know, and, and also, too, I know landscapers that – uh I mean, we're competitors, but like we're friendly competitors. I, I'll refer them a job. They refer me one. And that's so I had to, to back then I had the wrong mindset about it. What was that? Yeah. I said, that's the best way to do it. Honestly, you're just trying to like you, they send you people. Like my uncle does the same thing. Mm -hmm. His street business. If he has too much going on, he referred to somebody else that he's buddies with, like kind of the same thing. Friendly competitors. Yeah. But I think that that probably came from a place of insecurity. Like I didn't think that there was enough to, yeah, enough business to go around, but you know, it, it, it definitely helps you more than it hurts you to have be friendly with your competitors because yeah. not everybody's out to, you know, most of my competitors are not even trying to do the same thing I'm trying to do. So we mm -hmm. just have this network, this, this web of, of people that we can call to help clients or whatever. And that really makes a difference, man, because it's not, it's not so much what, you know, it's not so much who, you know, it's who knows you. It's very true. So um, I have to remind myself all the time because I think about me and Ryan doing this marketing agency. And then I think about how many other people out there are doing it too. And how many people were probably emailing the same people we're emailing. Why would they pick us? What should we put in our email to grab more eyes? That's a lot what we're, because when we started this, we know nothing. So we had to learn everything about what is digital marketing? What does it do? How do we outreach? And then once you get into outreach, there's so many different ways you can outreach. And then once you figure out that email is the best, you have to figure out, okay, well, now you have to make yourself a master at email marketing. So then at the same time as you're a social, trying to be a social media manager, you have to learn how to be a, a great email marketer to be able to market yourself to get those people to do your social media. And then once you do get that, so you need to know everything about social media, all the analytics, what goes into it, what makes this post do better than this post. When you have a influencer or something like that, why did the post that they have yesterday get 1.2 million likes and 50,000 comments? And this post we did today only got 50,000 likes and 200 comments. What yep. is going on here? It's, and then you have to <clears throat> learn about all the demographics. And once you just jump into one thing, there is a trickle-down effect of a thousand other things you have to master to be successful in it. And it takes time. And that's why I, oh, yeah. I think it scares a lot of people away from it. So then people are like, oh, I just, a lot of people use the excuse that I don't have time. And that's what me and him talk about all the time too. You have time. Oh yeah. You have plenty of time. We both work full-time jobs. We go to the gym every day. We still make time. We understand that. Since we don't have more time than we do, it may take an extra month to get that extra customer, but it, it, we're going to maintain our lives as well as try to grow our business and make it to whatever we can make it to be to succeed and get what we want to have. 
Well, that, that kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier too, though. You know, not everybody wants the outcomes; they don't want the process. You know, they right. don't want to. They don't want to put in the time that it takes to get to those outcomes. Um, so do y'all think that? Do y'all think that entrepreneurs are made or born? Y'all think it's something that's like just being an entrepreneur. Y'all think that's something that you're like that's born as? Question. That's a good question. Because see, the way I thought about it, man, I used to think that okay, entrepreneurs are made because they because like y'all were saying, y'all y'all want to get out of the nine to five and escape the rat race. So entrepreneurs are made. But at, but then I started thinking about it more and started getting more experience and stuff like this. I'm like, man, I think I think they're born. You know, I'm not yeah. saying that I'm not saying if you're not an entrepreneur that you can't become an entrepreneur. Cause I think sometimes for people, their passions come at different parts of their life. But I like for me, man, I couldn't, I could not breathe working at a job. Like I just could not breathe working for a company exactly or what whatever. Mean, 100%. And I was like, man, I, I don't know what I'm doing, but this ain't it, man. This ain't it. And everybody thought I was crazy. Cause I had some good paying jobs. I'm not going to say where they were or whatever, but I had some, some good paying jobs, some good benefits, you know, and, um, everybody just thought I was crazy, but I was just like, man, this ain't, this ain't it. You know, I, I just, my soul cannot, it hurts my soul to be here. Like, I just can't do this. So I knew then that's what I knew. I was like, I got, I got to do something, you know, there, there's something I can do, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, that's, that, that's a, that is a deep question. But I think, I also think too, though, if you're an entrepreneur or if you want to be, or if you're, if you want if you need to pursue that, it's, it's, it's it calls to you. You know, I think, you know, I think you know yeah. if that's what, even if you might, you may not know until you're 30 or 40 years old and that's okay. But at some point you, it's going to let you know, you know, that is it's, it's just such a big thing. It's just such a big thing to, to pursue. I've always said too that entrepreneurship is not a job. It's a lifestyle. Like it is a lifestyle. The things you have to do, the things you have to keep up with constantly learning, constantly trying to improve things like you were talking about earlier, Austin, just everything to keep up with and learn and all this new stuff. I mean, that's a lifestyle, man. Yeah. And, and if somebody's not in that, if all your friends or whatever, wants you to go out with them, they're not going to understand that you want a mission right here. You know, you have to love it too. And it's, yeah, that's, a, that's another hard. big thing too. Another it's, it's very hard to love it. It is hard to love it. Sometimes you'll grow to hate it. You'll hate how much control it has over you because of how bad you want it. I know that's, I mean, I'm, I remember we were probably less than a month in to just, <laughs> we, we, we started because there is so many different things that because we want to do remote work, like I said, because our in, end goal is to travel and live all around the world. So we want mm -hmm. to do something remotely. There is thousands of things you can do online to make money. So we had to decide, you know, what we want to do. We know nothing about any of these things. What do we want to do? And we did try multiple different things. Yeah. And but we ended up. I just feel I know that I, I like to sell things. Mm -hmm. I like I like to market and sell things. That's what I found after we started trying different things and that. And uh, actually, Ryan wasn't as much on board with a digital marketing agency before we started. He, didn't, he really didn't like it that <laughs> I much. Definitely, I definitely wasn't. But uh, he's always been big on like computers and everything. I've always mm. done like I'm bigger on like physical work, like with my hands, like my detailing business. 
Like I oh, started yeah. that. I bought the stuff. Started doing it. Like I can do it with my hands. Make money. Like that's just how I've always been. He's a like tech guy. I guess you could say. Like he's always been on computers. He's good. At, he's good on games. <laughs> he's damn good on games. <laughs> he's just good. Like when we he made the website for our business and everything. I couldn't. Oh, you built your own website? website. You built your what own now? website? Yeah, I said you built yeah. your own website. Yeah, we built. We, I well, yeah. He technically built it. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I have nothing yeah. to do with it. He throws in his input on what what he likes here. What what we want to say? How do we want the layout? But he's but yeah. definitely a tech guy, and I'm like, it's a learn. It's more of a learning process. I feel like for me, trying to sit down and be on a computer and like sending the emails and different things like that. Yeah, he's that's pretty good, a, man. It's it's. You, it seems like you guys are taking care of everything because it's not – I mean, websites ain't cheap to get a website oh, no. built. No, that's why um, That's why I did a lot of it myself so we can avoid paying outrageous price because if you know zero about it, you're going to have to pay the outrageous price to, yeah. to do it, which is uh, another thing why I wanted to build our own so I can get more experience on building them because, once again, now that I see that I can do that, and I like ours. I think ours looks pretty good, and it is a great funnel into what we like. What, obviously, what we are. This is our mission. This is what we're about. This is who we are. I feel like it's a great funnel. If a customer that has no clue who we are can learn about us, funnels them into booking a session with us to maybe hiring us. So then, once again, that's something else we offer now. We we offer web design, creating a website. So our Target client would be somebody who has nothing. Like you, have, <laughs> yeah. you, have, you want to put yourself on the internet with social media, website, everything. We handle from you paying us to it being done, like everything. So you, what you're saying is you're going to add website, like building the website. You're going to add that to your, uh, I guess, to your list of things that y'all do, like building yeah, websites. Well, yeah. So. We already offer it if uh, we tell people like sometimes um, the way we find our leads is. Well, I'm not going to give out our exact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, you know, you know, I'm not asking you to. Yeah, I was just secret. Yeah, let's not let's not go there. Um, but like what I'm asking is so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so like, but I think there's like different host services or something like that for a website, right? Because I, I, let me let me explain this situation. You can kind of give me your input on it. I have a web I have a website, but it was built. I can't remember the name of the thing, man. The I, I had somebody else that was going to kind of redesign it, and they said if it's a certain type of website, they can't do it because they only do one type, so it had to be rebuilt from the ground up. And I can't remember. I guess it's like a. I don't know anything about this. I guess it's like the the websites Shopify, uh, GoDaddy. That's like domains places and place to build websites. What, what was the first one you said? Wix. Wix. That might have been it. Yeah. Might, but but whatever it was, whatever this person was offering, the website I have now is something different. So they were going to have to start completely over with the web because they. I guess they can't go in and edit it. Edit, edit how? I don't know. I don't know how it works. Huh. But, um, That's kind of weird. If hmm, I don't know, <coughs> yeah, maybe yeah, we can quick, maybe we can talk about that. Uh, maybe yeah. off camera, I'll get you guys to look at it. And you can tell me what you think. About <laughs> yeah, it. we'll definitely do it. I definitely look at it. I don't know what if I mean if you know how to, especially if it's made with like a, a external website creator, it's that it makes it easier. 
<laughs> I don't really know how. I think maybe he might have just been trying to get you to make a new website so we could charge you more. That's definitely what it sounds like. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, guys, I'm not trying to interrupt us right here. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn my volume down just a little bit because y'all's y'all's are staying a lot lower than mine. Can y'all hear me okay right now? Yeah. I just don't want to when we when I go to make this thing you know finalize. I don't want me to be way blasting out the speakers. You know. Um. So what? So what? How, how about like? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, I was going to go back to what we were talking about a second ago. Like, I'm not going to give out our secret sauce of marketing, but um, we'll find people that we know for a fact they want a digital marketer. That's what we've moved into now. Instead of just sending somebody who knows nothing about what they want, they don't know anything about this. We find people that are looking for somebody like us. Mm -hmm. That way. Because well, you, you couldn't sell to them otherwise if they're not looking for it, you know? Right. That's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. it's, it's a lot easier. And mm -hmm. if you just message somebody who has no clue what a digital marketer is, you have to, for one of your emails, have to be explaining what you are, who you are, what you do, and yeah. different things like that. And like, oh, I guess I could use this or something like that. But Versus I'm someone I'll, who's already wanting us. I'll tell y'all something. I know y'all probably know this. If if I were to get, like, if I were to get an email that said um, something along the lines of trying to get a, a social media marketing or something. I know that y'all know y'all are aware of this, but the first thing I would think would be like spam. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's probably another, another disadvantage that y'all have too, that people just think that, you know, just because it's a new business, somebody had never heard of. And, and then they're talking about social media marketing. Like y'all said earlier, not even everybody knows what that even is. Mm -hmm. You know, So that is a, definitely a disadvantage and how we try to get around that is a lot of people think, or, you know, you can kind of tell when it's spam, because you can tell by reading the email that you get, this yeah. person has sent this exact same email to probably a thousand other people. So each of our emails, this is a little tip for anybody who wants to do it. Each of your emails should be catered to the person that you're sending it to. So don't just write up a scripted email and get an email list and send it to the same thousand people. Make your email catered to this person. That way they know, okay, this person actually looked at my website. They're talking to me directly they said my name in the email right i got you they said and then we'll we even go on their website or their social media and find a pain point another tip find a pain point for somebody if you're trying to market to someone find a reason they need you point it out to them like hey mm -hmm. you are not doing this why we are here I, to fix this for you now i've always said that you want to solve and, and what I hear other people say is you want to solve a problem, you know, exactly. you you're, find you're not, point, tell them how you can solve it. Yeah. You're not, you're not there. I mean, obviously you have to have money. The business has to have money. It has to make money, but that, that should not be your primary. That should not be the main primary concern that you're trying to do. I think it was Gary Vaynerchuk. I know y'all know who he is. Mm -hmm. um, he says that chasing money is the quickest way not to get it. You know, if, if you Most go certainly. in there, if you go in there and you're trying to make a sale and all you're concerned about is getting the money and getting the dollar. And first of all, people can pick up on that, man. You know, you go to talk to somebody, try to sell them something. They're going to be like, dude, this guy, uh, he's just trying to get a dollar. Like we were talking about earlier, the yeah. salesman just won't say no. Yeah. He's like reaching for a dollar. So <clears throat> I want to change gears on this for a minute here. Cause I don't want y'all to get, uh, I don't want y'all to overshare on your tactics or anything. Um, <laughs> yeah. Austin to definitely share them. <laughs> no, I definitely won't. I will for a uh, price. But what do y'all uh, what do y'all think about the gym? 
Like y'all, what, what do y'all think about hitting a gym every day? Cause that's, that's dude, that's a task, man, to be in there every day. You know, yeah. sometimes is. you don't feel like you're making results. Sometimes you feel like, you know, you, you just go in there. You don't want to do it. I mean, some days are harder than the others. That's, that's a, how often y'all go? Well, see, he, he works Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so he doesn't get to go those days. But so he'll do like four or five days a week. I try to do uh, six days a week. Yeah, I'm right at five. He's right at six, yeah. something like that. I'm gonna let him talk about why he loves the gym because I feel like I done <laughs> said everything. <laughs> I'm gonna let you start on that right now. Let's see. My biggest thing I've been going. How long have you been going to the gym? So I started working out um, early 2020, but I didn't, I didn't, I was working out at home. I didn't join a gym until about April, 2021. So however long that's been, you know, a year and a half or something. What was the reason you started? You don't mind me asking. <sighs> that's a good question, man. I've never asked myself that. Like one day it's just like, you know what? Like when you went to go get your membership, was it like a buddy that came to you? It's like, Hey man, get a membership. Cause well, I know your so brother goes, right? Well, yeah, Parker. Yeah, and he uh, – well, so actually I started the gym first. I started that gym first, but I was going to a different gym. And uh, I changed gyms because uh, – let me tread lightly right here. The uh, the gym I was going to, I just felt like the one that I changed to was, was had more equipment. Let's just put it that way. Suited um, you better. Right, right, suited me better. And uh, so that's why I joined that one. But, I mean – to say why I started originally, man, because I think I, I think I had a person that I want to be, and I, I had to do what I had to do to become him. Become him. Become <laughs> him. <laughs> become is, him. Is, well, exactly you know, like the person that I saw myself in the future, I wanted to be fit. I, I mean, I've always been into fitness. I, I took, you know, I don't know, five, ten years off. I used to work out a lot when I was a teenager, but... I just saw myself in the future and I was like, man, I want to be, I want to be fit. You know, I want to be, I want to be in good shape. Uh, they say that if you start early on fitness, it's, it's easier to keep up with it as you get older. But I don't know, man. I just, I just wanted to be a person who was fit. I wanted to be that person who was fit. That's who I wanted to mm -hmm. be in the future. I'd say for me, um, I think it's, it's not, it's a pretty casual story. I just didn't like the way I looked. I was, I was very yeah. tiny. I was a very small person. I didn't like it at all. And I, uh, I never really cared and never gave a damn until one day I was talking to one of my buddies that's been going for years and all of a sudden something just clicked and I was like, yeah, I'm going to get a membership tomorrow. And ever since that day, I've been going ever since just kind of fell in love with it. And then, you know, you start going for yourself but then you realize how much more it is than that. Just like this right here. If me and him never started going to the gym, this podcast would have never happened. So like the people you meet, what it does for your health, how it helps your mental, you're more, mm -hmm. I, I definitely feel like I'm a lot more mentally stable. The gym kind of is like an equalizer for me. Oh I yeah, think, definitely. I think it's that for, for, every, for a lot of people to go. And then you just fall in love with it, make connections. It's a great place to network too. Just once again, like well, this right here. So, but like another thing too, when you're in the gym, man, every day or five days a week, however, however often it is you go, 
you're like you're overcoming something every day. You're constantly better. Yeah. You're, you're pushing yourself to the limit of where you can, where you can't make it work or where your failure is or whatever. But every day that you're there, you're pushing yourself to be better. And every day yep. that you go, you're better than you were the next day. Yep. You're and it's it's just it's, it's addicting, man. You know, once you get in there and, and you start making results and, and you see that you're starting to push a little bit more weight and maybe you're getting some definition, you're losing some weight. I mean, it's addicting and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, I, don't, I think it's it's definitely the one of the greatest addictions you can have. I, I hear a lot of people say no addiction is a good addiction, which I guess is, I guess it's true. But it then the, the gym, it is definitely an addiction. Like seeing yourself get better every day, doesn't matter what kind of mood you're in, you go to the gym Get a little pump going on. You, get, you know, you yeah. got your pump going. You take your shirt off. You look at yourself. You might not like the way you look that day. You might have developed a little bit of a body dysmorphia from the gym because you're looking at yourself all the time now. But yeah. eventually, you overcome that. Bit. Definitely going to get body dysmorphia 100. percent I feel yeah. like that's the if there was any flaw to the gym, that's what it would be: body yeah. dysmorphia 100. percent I don't know if you have it bad yourself, but I know. For sure, I do, and I'm pretty yeah. sure he does too, 100%. Because then you, you just you set a new goal for yourself. You're saying, well, I want to get my waist skinnier now so I can get a, a tighter, like a V-line or something like that. And the biggest mm -hmm. thing for me, I feel like, is looking back and see how far I've came. I'm terrible at that. Like looking at the progress that oh, I've yeah. made so far, I am awful at that. Well, sometimes. But he tells some, me all the time, because when I started the gym, it was like, I think I was in like, 10th grade, 11th, 12th, somewhere around there. It was in high school. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was 140, and I was still the same height. Like, I'm like six, two and a half, or something like that. When I started, I was 140 pounds, and then now I'm right at 183, 185. And that's, I mean, that's a huge jump. 45 that is a, pounds. That's, yeah, that's a and huge like, jump. And I look back at pictures and everything. It, I mean, I see them like, yeah. That's cool and all, but like I look at myself in the mirror now, I'm like, bro, I still ain't where I want to be, and I don't know. I just get in my head all the time. That's my biggest flaw. I feel like is trying to look back and like, dang, I've made a lot of progress. Like, should be proud of myself, but yeah, I mean, we that progress is everything, many, man. How many times like we're sitting here having a talk, whether it's about business, what we want to, what we want to achieve, where we want to be. A lot of it will always go back to the gym. And we're like, we're talking about, especially when we started 42 Prosper, we're sitting here like our first month in and we're like, damn, like, <laughs> this is hard. We're, we're 31 days in. We've learned a lot, but oh my God, this is, this is something else. And then we started to talk about it a lot and realized like, well, you got to think like, imagine if you could see yourself right now, the first day you walked into the gym. You've seen a picture of yourself, and you've been like, "That's all I got to do is come in here to get that." Yeah, and you're like, "Oh, no problem. Well, I'll be here." Imagine every day. if that person could see you. Yeah, imagine, <laughs> if, imagine if the person, that, versa. yeah, yeah imagine versa. that that person that walked into that gym that day could see you now. You might not be yeah. where you want to be, but you're not where you used to be, man. Like, the one thing that's helped me when working towards a goal. Sometimes you can't look at how far you have to go. You have to look at how far you've come. Mm -hmm. And it's, exactly you know, it's it. not, it's not about, it's not necessarily about, well, I got to lose five more pounds or put on five more pounds or, you know, I got to be able to bench 10 more pounds. I mean, yeah, it is that, but that, that progress, dude, that incremental progress is, uh, 
is is everything. Yeah. When, that, when people say it's not the destination, it's the journey. That shit's real. It most I certainly mean. is real. <laughs> it doesn't feel like that whenever you're starting anything because all you're thinking about is the destination. But once you start to get into it, get into motion, really kind of like can look back and see what is going on and you know more about whatever it is you're starting in life. You're like, okay, the grind, you got to fall in love with the grind. I remember that's what one of my buddies was oh, telling yeah. me like my first week in the gym. You fall in love with the grind, you, you'll love the gym forever. Because I remember I had a lot of worries about quitting because that's what I did in the past. But that's another thing, uh, a, a gym lesson. Another re- reason why I love the gym. Starting anything scary, even entrepreneurship, yeah. if we want to throw back on that. Starting, like, when we started, when I started my detailing business, I don't even know why, but it was scary for some reason. Like, I buy all this. What if I don't get no cars to, like, detail? Like, what happens? Like, I don't know. Get in your head a yeah. lot. And the same thing with the gym. I don't know. Starting anything like that is just, like, scary. But once you actually do it and start it, all that goes away. Oh, yeah. For me, it did yeah. at least anyway. Dude, that's what I try to tell people. When I talk to somebody who wants to go to the gym or wants to join the gym or whatever, I always tell them, I say, look, man, getting in the door is the, is the hardest part. Like, getting yeah, there that 100%. first day, that's the hardest part, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, I, I imagine if somebody – well, you got to think about it. Think about when you went to the gym. You didn't know what you were doing, you know? You're going to be right. like – you probably thinking that I'm going to go in there and these, I'm going to look like an idiot. You know, all these people know what they're doing. But it's, it's I try to explain to people it's really not like that, man. Like you go to oh, a yeah. gym, there might be a, a, an average-sized gym. There might be one, two, maybe three like real big bulky guys. Everybody mm-hmm. else, they're just average and they're just trying to like – they're just trying to do the best they can for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I, I think that's the same thing I tell people when they're talking about, oh, I don't want to be seen in there. I don't want to do it. And like – Yes, there. If there's a uh, fifty people in the gym when you go, there might be one person that looks and at you in there, and you might be doing the weight wrong. But the other forty nine people in there are willing to help. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing with yeah. women and girls. Oh yeah, anything with that. They're yeah. so like my ex girlfriend before when I dated her. I was I was huge in the gym. Like I mean, I still am and everything, obviously. When we first started, she didn't work out hardly any. Maybe mm-hmm. once just to go, like, do yoga or something. She was big on health. But, like, when she first started, I don't want nobody to look at me. Like, I don't – everybody looks at me when I go in there, and I feel like I look stupid and different things like that. And I finally got her to go in there with me, like, one or two days. She kind of showed her ropes, and I worked out with her and everything. She started – she was, I'm going to say, like, two months. Like, you know, newbie games. I try to tell oh, yeah. that all the time. Yeah. Newbie gains is a huge thing. And then for her, she was working on her butt, trying to get her butt a little bit bigger and everything. She started seeing progress, and then it's something like clicked in her head. It's like, oh, like I made progress in two months. Like I want to keep doing this. Yeah. And now she's in Charlotte working out every single day doing her thing. Yeah, that – uh. Those those newbie gains are re- definitely real, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest with you though. Low-key. Like the people, <laughs> what do you say? I said I miss them. Okay, I wish I could get that big that quick. Yeah, the most weight I've gained so yeah. quickly in my life. I want to say <laughs> like within three months, I was 140 pounds. I told you at six two. Within like three months, I probably gained 15 20 pounds off rip. Yeah, just from like. Yeah. Using your muscles that you ain't never used before, like on a daily yeah. basis, what do you do for your chest? Like nothing right. really. You might, right. I don't know. You really don't use your chest much, but like once you start working out your chest, eating a little bit more than what you was, you'll start yep. gaining weight off rip. 
Yeah, I wish it was that easy to 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 put it on like that. You know, then the whole time you were in there. Six month, seven month stage, everything slows down like so yep. slow. Then once you hit a year, year and a half, it's just like slow progress, slow progress. And then, but at that point, you probably didn't fell in love with the whole gym thing. So definitely. Um, one thing I would say, if anybody lists, if anybody hears this or, or listens to this and, and thinks about joining the gym, I know y'all can probably confirm this, but it's the, what, what people think it is. Like if they go to the gym and there's some fit people in there, they're going to be judged or whatever. I don't think I've ever been to a gym where I've seen a fit person judge an unfit person that comes in there, you know? Yeah. I mean, fittest for, people is probably going to be the nicest ones in there. That well, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. And that's what I try to tell people. Like, that's what I try to say. Like, it's not, I don't think. You might be self-conscious or insecure about your body. I get that, but I don't. It's it's not like you know the gym is not a place just filled with jocks who are just going to be assholes about everything. You know, it's oh, yeah. it's, it's not like that, man. And also, too, I think maybe that was one of the thing, one of the reasons I didn't join a gym when I first started working out because I was working at home, working out at home a lot. And uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just it's just I don't I don't think I've ever been to a gym where it's been like that. You know? Yeah. And if you're worried about like. People like you walk in there, worry about now everybody looking at you. Nobody's really worried about anybody else but themselves in there. And everybody's every, doing their own thing. Man. I can't say everybody, but let me say a good 95% of the people in there, they're not just going to look at you and be like, oh, they're new. Let's sit here and watch all the wrong stuff they do and make fun of them. It, it's yeah. not, that's not how it is at all. Yeah. And if, if you go to the right gym, a lot of the times, uh, say I know at our gym, the staff will see you new, like the trainers and stuff like that see that you're new here what what are your goals what do you need help with like what do you like what do you need to see what do you want to do today let me just walk with you today yeah that's what i was saying our gym does the 30 minute uh what's it called the free session oh the session yeah Yeah, the the success session there you go yeah the 30 minute if you don't even know what you're doing they're running you through a 30 minute success session just trying to like show you kind of what you need to be doing in anything and this you get a one free one a month or something like yeah. that. They'll yeah. run you by. If you know nothing about anything in there, they'll just run you by each machine and kind of just like yeah. show you, like this is the way you need to use it. This is the correct form. This is the way you need to try to like have tension on your muscles. All, all kinds of things. <laughs> Everybody's there to get better. That's not. That's another thing I tell people. Everybody's there to better themselves. Nobody comes in there to like, okay, let's see who I can put down today. This isn't like high school. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying, man. If I would have started in the gym, I could have learned a lot more. A lot more, a lot faster. Cause I didn't you know, working out by yourself at home, all you all you have is like the internet and YouTube and yeah. mm-hmm. it just takes so long to learn learn it that way, you know? Yeah, that's a big thing um, for me. I watch a bunch of YouTube videos on what's the best way to bench to like get your chest to grow because that's my biggest thing. I can't grow my chest for some reason. They don't like to grow. Man, the only I, problem still, about I that still is, watch videos on it today. The only problem about that is if you look up a video, you're going to hear 10 different things. I mean, yeah. you know, I have my people, little few people I like to watch, like the few little, I guess, influence you could say that I like to watch yeah. myself now. Yeah, I don't know. I think it, I think it probably works. You know, different people have different things that work for them because you hear people doing like the pyramid thing and some people just go all heavy. Some people go, you know, all high reps. And I think you just have to kind of experiment with your body a little bit yeah, and figure out what works be best for you. That's what we talk about all the time. Yeah. I'll hit something and it just don't feel feel right for him. And it's, everybody's yeah. body's different. You're going to learn what works for your body, what right. feels best. Everyone's muscles activate different. Mm-hmm. 
something like something that feels great for somebody. And they show you, oh, this is easily the best thing for your lats. You do it, and you're not feeling it that much at all, and you actually kind of hate it. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I, I'm really not a fan of this. That's why some people don't like some machines. That's another big thing. Like, people, I know a bunch of people who hate squatting. I hate squatting mm-hmm. myself 100%. If you don't like doing something, just find an alternate, switch it out, do this instead. Still working the same muscle. Like, if you hate squatting, you can do the same thing on leg press and still work your quads and different things a certain way. Like, if you don't like something, just don't do it and switch it to something else, even in the beginning. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, man. When I started working out for probably about the first two months, I didn't do legs at all. (laughs) Yeah, I went through that phase myself. Uh, It was a good two, three months for me. I was like, I ain't hitting legs. I hate that. Let's do arms. But but I'm glad I did, though, man. I'm definitely glad I started working legs. Yeah. Yeah. Because you got to have – I mean, you got to have it well balanced. And, like, for guys – they say that hitting legs uh, releases a lot of testosterone. I don't know if it does or not. I don't. I don't. I'm not a doctor. No, it's proven. So I can't say on that. It does. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's proven. I've done a little. I can tell you one on thing, that. man. That's like for me. That's probably my second hardest workout. I think cardio is probably my hardest, and I think legs are my second hardest. Yeah, we talk about that too. Legs. Is we hate yeah. hate legs the most. You're going there and work harder. That'll be legs. the hardest day you work. Like you work your oh, yeah. hardest. Everything you got on. Because on leg day, I'm telling him you work everything. No matter what you're doing, like any type of body part, you have to use everything to hit legs. You got to hold the bar like this, like tighten your core to go yeah. down. Yes. Yeah. It's another thing about how I'm saying you get into something new. You get into the gym, there is a whole umbrella of things that you can learn. I mean, there's mm-hmm. people, just like, I mean, I've been in there for a year now. I probably know about 15% of everything there is to know about the gym and all the workouts you can do. There's people that's probably been in there for 50 years that probably don't know everything that you can do. You, there's just limitless things you can learn. So more things to gain gain your knowledge as well. You're talking about uh, legs being hard. There's a, I think it's important, man, to understand like how you identify with yourself because this is not just the gym. This this can go with every like everything in life. It's important to understand how you identify with yourself. Because if you say that you're a person who has a business, you're going to let things slide that a person who says they are a businessman wouldn't let slide. So it's like, are you a, are you a person who has a business or are you a businessman? Are you a person who goes to the gym or are you a person who wants to be fit? Because if you're a person who's fit, you won't tolerate some things that a person who just goes to the gym will. Right. And I think, I think once you're, I think once your identity becomes solid, your direction becomes clear. Like once your identity becomes solid on who you think, who you are to yourself, the way you proceed with that, it becomes clear. And, you know, you hear Tony Robbins. I I don't know if y'all follow Tony Robbins or not, but he talks a lot about, I've heard him say one time he quoted that if a person quits smoking, like quit smoking cigarettes and they say, it's been X number of days since I smoked. He says that it might it might be likely that they relapse because they still have an identity attached to that. Whereas mm-hmm. if they say I don't smoke cigarettes, they don't have that's not their identity anymore. So it, that makes sense. That kind of throws back to the rich dad, poor dad. The thing he was talking about, the little clip I got to hear in the car when we was riding together. It was like one dad. What was it? One dad. I'm trying to think of what it was. One day he would go around and always say, like, 
one dad will go around, I'm broke, I can't afford that, this, this, and this. And the other dad will go around, I'm rich. He would just, like, say all the time he was just rich. Just to, yeah. like... Give your give yourself that identity, even you if go. even if you're, you know, you're still a base. I'm not going to say base entrepreneur. You just started your first business. You give yourself right. that identity. That is what you want. You want to be rich in life, mm-hmm. rich in health, or just a rich person. Just give your I'm rich. Like I, I'm a rich person. I'm, I'm like I'm I, it's not really. See, it kind of almost sounds like a, a conceited thing, an ego thing, but it, it's really not at all. It more so is well, just like a telling yourself what you want and how you want to be. What's the word I'm looking for? It's like a man. So when you it's kind of like when you say something every day to like speak it into existence. What is that? I'm I'm, you, I'm having like an affirmation. Yeah, words like of a, affirmation. Like a, yeah, yeah. yeah this, I mean, and I I think that's kind of what I'm saying too. Because if you believe that you are that person, you're going to act in that way. Exactly. You know, that's, that's that, exactly. The downside to that saying. might be if if you believe you're rich, maybe you go spend all your money all the time. You know. Oh no, yeah, that's, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, not, that's huh? not. That's not. But if no. you if if you if you believe that you are a rich person, or if you believe that you're an honest person, if you believe that you're a good person, you're going to act in a way that those people would act. You know? Right. Just exactly as you said. You're if you're a businessman, you're not going to take the stuff that people just who just have a business take. So, no, well, or tolerate. And I mean, I mean that exactly. from customers or clients or from yourself, you know, because it's dude, sometimes it's hard, man. It's hard to point the the finger at your own self and blame yourself. If something mm-hmm. doesn't work out, if if somebody's mad at you or if you didn't follow up on what you were going to say, you're going to do It's It's hard to take that accountability, man, and say, you know, I, I was the one that that uh, that that's on me. I didn't do what I was supposed to do. Yeah. And then. Mm-hmm. Another hard thing that uh, a lot of people quit when trying to start a new business or when you're an entrepreneur, self-discipline is so important, especially if you're trying to learn a new skill, like self-taught, discipline yourself enough to stay on that. That's what me and him do. That's why, really, that's why we love being partners in everything we do. The gym, with our new business, everything. It's like... You're slipping up today. You could have been doing this, but instead you did this. And you'd be like, okay, you you are right. Right now we're going to yeah. be better. Tomorrow we're going to be better. Holding yourself accountable, keeping yourself disciplined enough to stay in line with your goals. Gym, business, life, anything. But how how easy is it when you hear that? How easy is it to uh, to make up an excuse? You know oh, what I'm saying? It's, it's the easiest thing. <laughs> First thing that comes to your head, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's easy, here? man. Didn't get enough sleep. Didn't eat right. You know, don't have time, whatever. I mean, it's, it's yeah. yeah, I'm right there with you on that. And then another thing uh, from Rich Dad, Poor Dad, somebody who talks about how, let's say, somebody that's middle class versus somebody who, or I wouldn't say middle class, somebody who, doesn't have the mindset or they do have the mindset. You look at Mm -hmm. this thing you want, let's say it's a t-shirt. Somebody could say, Oh, I can't afford that. Or somebody, the other person would be like, okay, how can I afford that? What can I do to put myself in a position to afford these things that I want? Yep. I think it, I think most of these problems we have comes down to mindset, man. I think, I think almost everything comes down to mindset because even if something doesn't work out in your favor, you, what is in your favor is your mindset that you have about it. I mean, if you, if you, if you're in a bad situation 
you can say that um, you can say that it's, it's not your fault and you know you have all this stuff working against you. You can say that or you can you can take the responsibility and the accountability and try to fix whatever it is. You know, you hear people say like, you may not be able to control what happens to you, but you can always control how you respond to it. That's exactly what, that's exactly what I was about to say. Don't blame your situation. Be thankful that you're in the situation you're in to build yourself up as much as you can. What is that? Yeah. There's, there's always, there's always these golden nuggets you can learn, you know, from from whatever from whatever it is you're going through yeah there there's not really well i guess like i'm not gonna say there isn't a bad situation but there isn't a situation that you can't build from and learn from you grow through what you go through man that's exactly it i don't know if y'all know who eric thomas is he's a motivational speaker but he Mm -hmm. says that he's got he's got a thing that's like you're already in pain get a reward from it you know, exactly. if you're going, if you're going through something, I don't know. It, I mean, and sometimes that's tough too, man. Cause you like, sometimes life just comes at you and it's just, it's just, it's just painful. It is. But, and in, the, in those situations, it's, it's way easier just to say, you know, oh, I can't, I got this going on. Or if I didn't have this going on, I'd be able to do this. Yeah. It's just, you, you have to. That's what a lot a saying that we have all the time. What what me and him say a lot too is just like whatever it takes, right? Yeah, whatever I like that. It whatever it takes. I mean, that's almost the mindset you have to have, yeah. especially when especially when you're trying to start something new. You're trying to you know be in business, trying to do all this stuff. Um, what I think whatever it takes sums it up pretty good. What? Yeah, that's that's exactly. And, I remember. I remember one day, I started saying it a lot because I was. Actually, I was in a job interview, and I remember they were asking a bunch of questions. Are you willing to do this, that, the third? They asked me all these questions. Are you willing to do all this stuff? I remember I said I was like, whatever it takes. And I remember <laughs> they were just like, we like that answer. We like that. So I was like, it was just on the fly. And after that day, I started thinking about it a lot more with everything I do. Just it, it sums it up well. Yeah. Oh yeah. A lot of things. I think. Um... I think a bad thing about that is a lot of people who think the way maybe us three of us think is we think outside the box and sometimes employers, they don't want that, you know, no. they, it's, it's almost like they don't want somebody to think outside the box. Cause then that challenges the status quo. And then, you know, I had a bunch of jobs, man, where I would, I would ask people questions. I'd be like, why do they do this like this? Why is this happening? Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. response would almost always be, well, we don't get paid enough to think that think you know, think about that to solve that problem. I'm yeah, like, dude, man, <laughs> I got to get the hell out of here, man. You know, they, it's, they don't, they want to keep you in the matrix as long as they can keep you in, you know, give you, oh, we're going to give you a 50 cent raise this year. This year, we're going to bump up your salary 10 grand so you can, you know, buy that new house you want to, or you get that more money. Now you just bought that new house. You're more in debt. That's what the bank wants you to do. They want you to get in debt to them. They want more money from you. And then it all just keeps going down, make more. Now you're paying more in taxes. It's just a lot. That's what, um, back to rich dad, poor dad. I keep bringing it up, but it is a great book. It is a great book. Uh, I just lost my train of thought. A lot of what he talks about is what people in middle class, what keeps them there is they think that more money is going to solve their problem. 
Right. More money. If you already have a money issue, an issue with just keeping your money, mm-hmm. more money is only going to make you have more expenses. Yep. Once you focus on having financial literacy and really learning about money and putting more money into assets rather than expenses, that is when you will become more financially stable. Not when you yeah. get, you know, 5,000 more dollars added on your salary. Of course that would help, but you have 5,000 less than that now and you're already spending all that. So what makes you think you're going to keep that next 5,000 you get? You're not, you're going to go find something else to buy. <laughs> well, that, that's why I say it was like, it's like a mindset, you know? Yeah. I mean, they say that wealth is a mindset anyways. Yeah, it is. And that's what, same thing as saying, you know, I am rich. I am rich. And you hear a lot of people talk too about, um, about, uh, that, that, you know, wealth is a mindset, but you hear a lot of people talk about, I forgot where I was going with this. Um, (laughs) I done did that multiple times. I've done it multiple times too. Yep. I lost my train of thought. Cause I I was, I interrupted you and that I I knew I interrupted you. I'm sorry about that. That, that I I lost my train of thought there. Yeah. Well, Getting used to this here. Oh yeah. No, but this, this has been, been this, fun though. I like this. This oh, has yeah. been fun. Yeah. I, do, I, I just do like I don't this. know, man. Y'all just y'all y'all two guys, like I, I'm gonna say this, y'all were younger than me. I know you're not that much younger than me, but you are younger than me. Um I don't know, you just you just I I think that I kinda see y'all are doing something that I did, you know, eight, seven, eight years ago. And yeah. I was just curious mm-hmm. to get kinda get get y'all's thoughts on a lot of things. Um, I'm running out of daylight here though. I don't know if y'all can tell. No, <laughs> I'm running, fine. I, my lights, my lights fading right here, but, uh, but yeah, man, I, I, y'all just seem like two, two disciplined, smart dudes with head on your shoulders, you know, good head on your shoulders. I, we, I definitely appreciate that. Mm-hmm. We try to try our best to be. And it's not, you know, you don't really find, I, I guess you could say you don't find a lot of people like y'all's age and my age that was starting businesses, you know, if you do, they might not be starting them for the right reason and all that kind of thing. But it's just, uh, I think Ryan said it best. It, it scares you. And it's, it's sometimes if it does scare you, that's what, that's how you know you're doing something right. You know, mm-hmm. if you're trying to make an improvement or make a new goal or make a new business, sometimes if it doesn't scare you, it's almost like you're not doing, you're not doing enough, you know, I mean, you can't put yourself. I don't. Th- I'm not saying that anybody should put themselves in a in a a situation that's going to fail or anything. But you taking that risk, man, that's that's courageous. Mm, risk management. There's a lot of things that people don't understand and won't understand because they're not in y'all's shoes. You know, I know that y'all know this, but like you can tell people that y'all have a, a a social a social media marketing company and that you build websites and all this kind of stuff, but people are not going to know the day-to-day stuff, like the what it takes to actually make that work. You know, like you were talking yeah. about all the stuff you have to learn and do. And I mean, people don't see that side of it, man. Yeah, and I, I remember telling people, you know, we do this and this and this. And I'm like, man, unless they're out here with us, like, do they really know, you know, do people no, really don't. know what's going on? No, and then I, I feel like, they won't, nobody really understand what you have going on, but at the same time, it, a lot of people, until you take a risk to start a business, I don't want to say a certain percent, but a lot of it is 
mindset, not mindset, mental too. It's a huge mental challenge. You'll start to play tricks with your own mind, trying to psych yourself out of stuff because, oh, I, you get nervous. But Yeah, but the more you do it and the more that you prove to yourself that you can do it, you build confidence. Once you prove to yourself that you can do it, you know, yeah, you, you might question yourself in the beginning, but then you, you the way it worked for me is I grew to learn that there were certain things I could trust, you know, trust myself with. But it's it's hard, man, because when you're trying to start a business or you're trying to do something new like that, there's a lot of people that tell you you shouldn't do it. They, they're not going to believe in you or they tell you that it's not a good thing to do. You're going to lose all your money. You need to go get a safe job. And it's hard to hear yeah. that and not and not take that. Se- I'm not saying not take it seriously, but it's, it's hard to hear that and not change your path. Yeah, because don't ever tell a big is. idea to a small-minded person. Oh, All I like that. Sit there and shut it down, and then that'll never work. That ain't going to happen. I tell him all the time, I hate the word realistic. Oh, you need to be realistic about that. You can't go that far. You can't do this. You can't do that. I hate that word more than anything. He likes to say it just to mess with me all the time. Yeah. But, like, that's my biggest word. I cannot stand the word realistic by any means. Try to tell somebody, oh, me and Austin's thinking about starting this business, doing this, this. Well, how are you going to do that? You don't know anything about it. Be realistic about this. I just yeah, quit talking to him. Never. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I talk to him, and I got my brother, one hundred percent. Like, if I have a business idea or to approach somebody with something, I talk to him and my brother. Really, that's it. But I'm not going to talk to somebody else. So I pitch it to somebody else. You can't do that, bro. Like, you can't. You can't do this, this, and this. All they're going to do is shut it down. That's yeah, especially hard. Oh, yeah. We we both struggle with the same issue to not dive too deep, but like family too. You you know this this town we grew up in. You know your family's preaching to you your whole life. You need to go to college mm-hmm. to get a safe job with good benefits. That way rich you dad, can. Poor dad. <laughs> yeah, that's talk about the rich dad poor dad too. And this is like, and then it's hard to explain to your own family like that. Your life scares the shit out of me. I want to get as far away from what mm-hmm. you have as I possibly can. And then they, and you can't explain it to them because they can't see what you see. I, I yeah, I don't think saying, anybody's there. Some saying, people are not going to understand it. it. They're, they're not going to understand it. They're not going to see what you see in it. Yeah. They, and, you know, if you, if you have a, if you have something that's pulling at your heart, man, if you have a passion that you're really trying to make happen, you just have to ask yourself, like, what is it worth? You know, you could try it. If it fails, okay, you learned a lot from it. But can you can you go on with your life and live your life and and question what if? You know, mm-hmm. what if you tried that business? What if you did this? And what if what if you what if you just you know? Because you can ask all day, what if you do this and it doesn't work out? What if you do this and you risk everything? What if you do this and you lose it all? But what if you do this and it's the best thing you've ever done? Think you know, about being young. If, you ain't got nothing to lose. It's all in or nothing. That's it, man. Yeah. That's the way I look at it right now. I don't, I ain't got nothing to lose here. I'm all in or I'm in the nine to five and I'd rather die than work nine to five until I'm 65. <laughs> yeah. Might get a little retirement, half my, no. Yeah. Hell no. <laughs> that's, that's hell, man. And then we talk about it all the time too. You know, we love this, what we have going on now. It's then became our child. 42 prospers then became our kid and uh we we don't like to really talk about it much but you kind of have to talk about it sometimes you know what if what if this isn't for us what if this isn't the thing that you know we succeed with you know what if eventually we have to drop this and try to learn a new skill 
it's hard to think about that because you don't you don't want to think about that. You know, you want to whatever same back to whatever it takes for this, but you, sometimes you got to be realistic. And there you go, <laughs> there you go. That's yeah. what I'm talking about yeah. right there. It, it, once you, I don't know. Well, I think there's, I think being realistic and looking at the, all the possibilities, I think that's a wise thing. But I, I think I don't, I think that's different than not believing in yourself. Because yeah. my biggest yeah. thing was always people say impossible. Well, when I see the word impossible, there's I don't see impossible. I see I'm possible. I am possible. That's what I see. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, I, man, people, the thing about people telling you that something's not going to work, I think a lot of times people say that is because when you try to better yourself and better your life, it shines a light on the fact that they're not doing the same thing for themselves. And yeah. that's another and, thing. Nobody above you is going to talk down on you. It's going to be the people that's beneath you. That's the one that's wants to put you down because they want to be where you're at. And some people just can't, can't, I don't even know what word I'm looking for there. I was going to say something, but it's going to sound dumb. But. They, they try to, people will try to cope with them. You know, they see, oh, you know, what if, what if he makes it out of this town to do what he wants to do? That's crazy. I wish I had that. Yeah, bro, that's never going to work. You need to just go get a job. Yeah. Yeah. They'll talk down to other friends, and you'll hear about it. Like, you hear what Ryan and them's trying to do to start different? That'll never work, some stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's another thing. Another fear, too, you have is is being being embarrassed. If you try this and it doesn't work out, it's going to be embarrassing, and all your friends know about it and that kind of thing. But I just – I will be honest with you all. If I saw somebody doing something with their life and I felt like I wasn't doing what I needed to do with my life, I would be jealous of that person. I know I would. Yeah, I have that problem all the time. I'll see somebody. I don't I don't want to really say that, but it is what it is. I'll see somebody I really, I don't know, I don't associate with or something like that. And I see them doing like great. They're making money. They're doing their thing. Like they're, they done moved away from where we're at now. We're in this little small town. Everybody wants to get out, but don't know how. I see them trying to move on, do that, and I get jealous myself, 100%. I'm like, hey, why ain't I doing that? Like, what am I doing wrong, this, this, and this? But I have my own thing I'm doing. All yeah, takes a yeah. little bit of time to mm. get where I need to be. That's what, a little uh, further ahead than I am. We've got a lot better about that, too. We used to do that a lot, mm-hmm. like compare you can't compare oh, yeah. yourself yeah, to you nobody. No, you, you can't cannot compare. compare. I'd say we, we definitely don't do that anymore. I know I definitely don't. I don't, I don't, really, I don't compare myself. I stay far away from comparing either. myself to anybody because. If anything, I just feel like I'm, I ain't gonna, I don't feel like I'm better than everybody else. But at the same time, I don't know. I just don't associate with people, honestly. Yeah. That's what I like. Uh, how you brought up the, like, Are y'all the still there? embarrassment thing. Because I've had a lot about that, too. Because, uh Hey guys, hang, hang on just a second. That. Y'all are cutting out. Y'all are cutting out on me. Hang on just a minute. Okay. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. We had a we got a little lag in the, in the connection. Um, yeah. We good? Can you hear everything? Money sound good? I can, I can barely. Yeah, I can hear you, but it's in and out. Uh. I can hear you pretty good now. I just can't see you. Okay. Yeah. You, you didn't get, cut out like six times yeah. this whole deal. 
We've just been okay. rolling. Well, what it does, so the way this thing works is it, it, conti- like it records on my end and it records on your end. And at the very end, it just combines the two videos. So even though you couldn't see me, it's not going to be like that in the final, in the final thing. Yeah. Okay. Like, so I can't see, I can't see you guys right now, but whatever you're doing right now, it's going to, it's going to still record that and put it into the, into the final, into the final thing here. Um, but guys, I, this has been great, man. I, I really, I really appreciate y'all doing this. I'm, I'm almost out of, uh, out of daylight here. It's getting, it's getting pretty dark. I use natural light for the, for the lighting and, um, it's getting dark. So I'm running out of light. Is there anything y'all wanted to go over or, or mention before we, Close this thing out. Somebody end with a quote. <laughs> Somebody end with a quote. And I think we talked about uh, everything we wanted to talk about for sure. Like we talked about more than we wanted to talk about, which is not a bad thing at all. Oh, so so let let's let's do this. Uh, if y'all want to, if somebody hears this or or whatever, if y'all if y'all want to do like kind of a marketing spiel to promote your business. Um, if you want to kind of go over your business, kind of what you do, if somebody, if, you know, I, I guess just make a pitch real quick, like how somebody can get in touch with you. If you have a website or a social media, um, just do kind of like a, a little promotion for your business and then, and then we'll close this thing out. Yeah. Perfect. So what well, we are, we are 42 prosper. We are a digital marketing agency and we are specializing in Facebook ads, Instagram ads, Snapchat ads, Google ads, and Google SEO. We build websites, take companies with zero social presence, and put them in the spotlight in whatever town you're at, whatever niche you're in. We target to your demographic. I'm going to let Ryan speak a little about what he thinks. I mean, I feel like to sum it down the dumbest way is bringing traction to your business. Like, I feel like that's right. just a... If you have a business or a product, we're bringing traction to that business or product. And that's what the whole goal is. If you're trying to sell something, we're trying to bring traction to the website so they can click on the item by, like, just to sum it down, dumb as possible, honestly, just bringing traction to whatever you're looking for. So how could how would somebody get in touch with you guys? Do you have, like, a website or, like, a, a email, a business email, or anything that people can get in touch with you with? So you social can media get- page? You can catch us on Facebook, and our Facebook is just 42Prosper. It's just the number 42Prosper, P-R-O-S-P-E-R. Or you can get us at www.42ProsperDigital.com. And on there, you can book a call with us. You can find our email. Email us. Our Facebook's on there, too. Our Facebook is on there, too. But, yeah, you can either book a call with us through the website or you can directly email us. Our email is open to um, the public for anybody to get in touch with us. So, all right, good deal, man. Oh yeah. Well, guys, I appreciate this. Uh, oh, yeah, it's, this been this been you. great, man. It really has. Yeah, we like, appreciate I, you having I, us on. Appreciate y'all doing this. Um, you know, we we'll have to we we'll have to do it again sometime when y'all when y'all. Uh, Start your next business. I know you're gonna do something else. Yeah, we well, <laughs> got so much stuff going on right now. Honestly, yeah, we're yeah we're, we're dipping our hand in a new pot right now at the moment. Well, listen, we won't. Y'all don't have to disclose it right now, but once it Not gets something going, man, y'all want to talk about it? You know, we'll come back and we'll do this thing. Yeah, um, for sure. So, but fellas, I appreciate it. I'll uh, I'll get with y'all, and uh, if I don't see y'all next couple of days, I'm sure I'll see you in the gym yeah. or something. You know, so. 
So we'll do it that Perfect. way. But yeah. I appreciate it, fellas. Perfect. Yeah. All right. All Have right, a good man. night. You too.